Not to mention a, a hairline icon as well. <laughs> Thank you. He's, he's, he's so famous, his hairline is on Twitter. And you and you mentioned somebody. Shout to Sean Kemp. I was right. Welcome back to another edition of the Ball Street Journal podcast. Today we're going to be talking about one of my favorite teams, uh, probably in the future, um, a team that was the sweetheart of the NBA draft, made things very exciting for all of us. Uh, also a little bit confusing because uh, some of these moves, we really didn't know what teams were involved and what was happening. Um, we're going to be talking about the Detroit Pistons. Just as a reminder... Detroit uh, finished with a third to the worst record last year, 23-59, and 59, and that was kind of expected. They have a pretty young team. Um, last year, they drafted Cade Cunningham, the first overall pick, who had a great season, in my opinion. Of course, you know, overshadowed by some of the other rookies that we had. It was an amazing rookie class overall, but uh, he finished with 17.5 points, 5.5 rebounds five and a half assists he had a little shaky start to the season because he came in a little injured but um you could really see the fire uh, you know there were a couple of times where he and Jalen green were playing against each other and you could see the competitive spirit that kate had and that's really what they need they came into this off season with a lot of cap space uh and things started pretty much on fire starting with uh you know the draft and and free agency so the big question was who were they they got the fifth overall draft pick the big question is who were they going to get there was kind of a consensus top four with the fourth pick being jade jade nivy um and so most uh the pistons fans were probably disappointed that they landed the fifth overall pick in the lottery but uh to everyone's surprise uh jade nivy was still there as as at fifth overall and i think that was a huge steal for the pistons um the complementary nba abilities of kate cunningham and jade nivy i think are perfect and work really well in harmony jade nivy is a slasher is a downhill runner and um is very athletic and kate cunningham on the other hand has amazing court vision is a much more methodical player. One would not say he's the most athletic player, but he gets to his spots and uh, makes the game look good. So I think those two guys together is going to be really, really exciting. Um, but the Pistons weren't done with the fifth overall pick. When we got to the 13th overall pick, there was kind of mayhem because nobody knew what was happening. I think, think the Hornets uh, had that pick at first. Then there was some news coming out that... Uh, The pick was going to New York. By the time the dust settled, we found out that it was a three-team deal. Uh, The Pistons ultimately ended up with the 13th overall pick. Got Jalen Duran from Memphis. I think that's the exact guy that they needed. Um, You know, this big athletic center, rim protector. uh, Something that they were missing in in the last couple of seasons. Um, They... Also got Kemba Walker from the Knicks. Um, you know, in that trade, the Hornets got a first overall pick in 2023. It was a Denver pick that went through Oklahoma City and New York. And then they got four second round picks. And then uh, the Knicks, uh, you know, got some future first round pick. Um, 
but I think this trade was really, really important. Uh, the Pistons went in with a lot of cap space, and there was a lot of speculation that they were going to be the for- forefront for getting DeAndre Ayton. And I think by the time that this draft was done and we all knew that they got Jalen Duran, that kind of kiboshed Ayton and the Piston plans. What it showed me is that the Pistons uh, are investing in youth. They don't want to give any one player a lot of money because I think the team wants to grow together, be sort of on a similar timeline. And that was that, that makes sense because the next move that they did was trading away Jeremy Grant. I mean, I think he was the most experienced and best player on their team. And they traded him to the Trailblazers along with their you know, 46th overall pick, Ishmael Camagate. And the Pistons got uh, a 36th overall pick, Gabriel Procida, who I think is uh, a European player that will probably stay there. They got a first round draft pick via uh, Milwaukee and a couple of second round draft picks. And um, they weren't done. Um, As soon as free agency was settled, they acquired Alec Burks and Nerland Noel's couple of second round picks and some cash considerations from the Knicks uh, and sent over a 2025 second round pick. Pretty much it was a salary dump for the Knicks and the Pistons had the money um, to do it. So they got these guys. And that's not to say I think Noel and Burks, having watched them in recent years, are really valuable NBA players. In particular, I think these are classy um, veterans that are going to help guide this young Pistons team and, uh, you know, kind of show them um, what it's like in the NBA. The truth be told, Kate Cunningham already seems like a seasoned veteran and a great leader. Um, some of the other moves that uh, the Pistons did this offseason, they lost uh, a couple of other guys, Carson Edwards, Luca Garza, Frank Jackson, all left um, via free agency. Uh, they signed Kevin Knox from the Hawks after he completed his contract. And remember, Kevin Knox was traded in that uh, in that deal uh, with Knicks that got Cam Reddish to the Knicks. And um, another young guy that they they'd recently acquired was Marvin Bagley, and they took a chance on him. He had a pretty decent season last year, much better than his Kings years, and they extended him to a three-year, $37 million contract. So, you know, the team's young, but I think the team has a great combination. Um, the, the roster as it stands, you know, the majority of their guys are under the age of 25. You have... Bagley, you have Sadiq Bey, you have Kate Cunningham, you have Hamadou Diallo, you have Jalen Duran, uh, Killian Hayes, uh, even Kevin Knox, you forget that he's still a young guy, um, Jaden Ivey, so they got they got a bunch of young guys, I think that this, this it's going to be an interesting early portion of the season, they're going to have to do a lot of roster changing to see uh, or rather starting lineup and lineup changes to figure out what's the optimal lineup do they want to have some of their veteran players playing with some of the young guys who's going to be starting I imagine that the starting lineup should be probably in the long run Cade um, Jaden Ivey Sadiq Bey the small forward uh you know, probably keeping in Marvin Bagley as a power forward and then putting in Jalen Duran as the center. 
Uh, we'll see how this team grows. My expectations for next season are still kind of low. I mean, I, just because of their youth, I don't think that they're going to win a lot of games, but they're going to be an exciting team to watch. I would definitely think that they're one of my top league pass teams. Um, but they're probably going to be towards the bottom of the league again. Um, only because they need those reps. They need that experience. They need to play with each other. And some of these guys just need to grow as NBA players. There's, I don't think it's going to be because of a lack of talent. I think it's going to be because of a lack of experience that they don't have necessarily that much success. Um, in the best case scenario, I can see them sneaking into the play-in tournament, um, but I really don't see them being that much better. And honestly, it might not be a horrible idea for them to have one more bad season since the upcoming draft is pretty strong. And then after that, they kind of have to get things rolling because then you'll be entering uh, you know, Cade's third season and you want to start putting together a, a quality team so that he you know he wants to stick around for the long run um pistons didn't necessarily really have any bad moves i'm actually pretty impressed with their offseason i think that the guy that needed to go was jeremy grant he just didn't fit the timeline of the team and they were able to deal him without uh without too much trouble and ultimately be the, them being able to take on some uh, draft picks as a salary dump from the New York Knicks kind of keeps them in a good place from a from a draft pick perspective so let's see how it works out um, I implore you all to watch the watch the Pistons next year I think they're going to be fun to watch the most exciting thing for me is going to be this connection between the rookies and Kate Cunningham how much you know uh pick and roll are we going to see between Cade uh, and Jalen Duran how much IV Duran pick and roll are we going to be seeing can Sadiq Bey continue his hot you know outside shooting is Marvin Bagley going to continue to take steps forward as he settles into a team that seems like they have a little bit more invested in his future than maybe the Kings had um, and then with all of that said, how do these veterans sort of fit into that? I think that Alec Burks and, and, um, uh, Nerland Noel still have our, our talented players. So we'll have to see how that plays out. That's all I got for you all today. We'll see you later. I want to give a shout out to our producer, Sandeep, and to let all the listeners know to help us out and follow us on Instagram at bsjpod and on Twitter as well at BSJPod. You can also find all our episodes uploaded onto our website at www.bsjpod.com. Thank you.